Thank you. Thank you. This is my brand new podcast. I'm pretty excited about this. Late Night with Bradley T. It's a talk show where I'll have some unique and pretty cool guests with exciting backgrounds and dynamic personalities. I'll even be joined by a co-host from time to time, so you won't want to miss it. We'll be discussing today's politics, world news, sports, and how corrupt today's media has become, and the effects it's taken in our personal lives, our freedom, our rights and liberties. And with just a little bit of biblical faith and food, I'll be sharing how to walk through all this madness and maintain peace in your life despite what's going on in today's world. So check it out. Stay tuned. And at the end of each of my podcasts, I'll have a free gift that I'll make available to you. So join me. I'm telling it like it is. I'm your host, Bradley T. Hey, well, welcome. I'm going to thank you for tuning in to... uh, Late Night with Bradley T, my podcast. Um, so check it out. We um, we are uh, we're believers first of all, and um, we don't like the corrupt media. We don't like the corrupt big tech um, social media platforms that uh, uh, want to take away your voice, just your opinions, just because you share them on their sites and their platforms. We think that's wrong. Uh, and if you do too, well, this is a, uh, a talk show for you. Um, I have with me today a, a great guest. Uh, hold, hold on a second. Let me back up a little bit here because I know in the intro you heard there's um, uh, with just a little bit biblical faith and food now, if for some of my listeners, hey, listen, you don't have to believe uh, like like we do. Um, if you just want to listen in and and hear us talk about uh, today's media and the corrupt politics and things that are affecting our lives, that's great. We're not trying to force anything on you. Um, we just want you to listen in, be informed. Uh, we do know that eighty eight percent of Americans are misinformed because they watch uh, the the current media news outlets. And uh, that information is corrupt, and they're not telling the truth. Um, so with that being said, here on my show, you're a guest always. You're awesome listeners, and you'll never be forced uh, to participate in anything you don't want to. Nobody's shoving anything down your necks. Um, my host today, I have a guest, and uh, I want to introduce uh, Drew. Drew is a good friend of mine. He's like a brother. In fact, um, uh, Drew I've known for almost all my life. Hey. And uh, Drew's a uh, inventor, uh guy... Uh, makes bushcraft tools, invents them, and um, puts them into uh, practice in the field. Uh, he's given me some things to use and said, hey, try this out. I just made it. It's a prototype. Uh, so I'm out there hacking at limbs and um, sawing through stuff and um, just things like that. Uh, Drew's also a, a big uh, proponent on um, freedom of speech. 
Uh, he he is a super huge um, amendment to um, and uh, our rights to bear arms, and uh, uh, we we definitely welcome him to the show today. He uh, he's uh, always informative and loved loves to educate people, whether it be through uh, knowledge of gun laws, um, safety, uh, all the way to, um, how to, uh, uh, do hacks in the camp from, and then also just some of the things that you've, uh, invented. <laughs> Welcome to late night with Bradley T. Andrew. Well, Hey, it's uh, great to be here. Thank you. All right. Uh, are you working on anything cool? Uh, are you, um, you know, inventing anything neat? Uh, it's not an invention. It's just a, um, right now I'm working on a, a prototype handle um, that's about the size of a pen that you can uh, put uh, regular jigsaws in. So it's not going to take up a lot of space in your backpack. It's a little, you know, has some weight. This isn't for the ultralight backpacker. This is for uh, your truck or car rig. And uh, when you need... Instead of having a jigsaw, you would pull jigsaw blades out, metal or wood, and be able to put it in a handle, tighten it up, and now you have a handheld uh, jigsaw holder. And the reason I went with that is it'd be good to have disposable jigsaw blades you can toss and buy a new one, put it in, and uh, be able to handle your business, whether it's cutting wood or cutting metal. All right. You know what? Um, I actually can see that in a lightweight uh, backpack um, type of situation. Um, most of some of your backpacks have the foldable uh, stoves, right? And they fold down to just like a, a paper. And uh, those are lightweight and they're easy to carry. And um, I could see that being um, something that you could actually use. Uh, in the field while you're light. Cause, and a lot of them take the sticks, you know, that you stick underneath them. You could cut, uh, saw little branches. And you and for those little uh, those little stoves, you, you don't put thick branches, you know, those one-inch big cuts. Uh, but you could cut a bunch of twigs with those things, actually, um, you know, a little bit bigger than the ones that you could break. Uh with your hand. So True. it'd be something that you could size down. Um, because if you can break it, then how small are you going to be able to go um, and then stick it underneath the uh, lightweight stove? But I don't know. Those are just something to think about. But hey, check it out. Um, I'd love to see it. Love to have you back when you get that up and operating. Um, and maybe take some photos through your. Um, you know, your prototypes and um, making that, you know, something, turning that into something you can actually put in your backpack. And I'd love to share that on my Instagram. Yes, you would have to share that because, as you know, I am uh, I don't have any um, social media. I am pretty much invisible. I am that type of guy that wants to be the, the gray man, if you know what that is. And, the, you know, um, just trying to stay low, trying to stay invisible. Um, so I'm really not out there, uh, you know, on social media, but I'd be happy if you want to see pictures and, uh, I'll show you what I got. Awesome. That's, uh, that sounds great. 
Well, hey, listen, uh, appreciate you sharing that. Uh, uh, you know, let's move on to um, some news that has happened in the recent weeks. Yeah, it's getting crazy out there. Yeah, it has. I mean, um, you know, you've had, uh, you know, some mass shootings. And according to the Biden administration, um, a mass shooting is when more than four um, civilians lose their lives or people. And um, we, uh, you know, our hearts uh, go out to, you know, families of, of those who have been recently affected by uh, these losers, these um, terrorist, American terrorists, uh, murderers on American soil. And um, they uh, they certainly deserve what's coming to them. Uh, we're in Colorado, and so, uh, you know, we know a little bit about um, mass shootings, and uh, our hearts go out to the Boulder uh, families and the police officer and his family um, that lost their lives. Um you know, it, it it it's funny that the media, you know, right away uh, started out with you know it's a white a white supremacist, a white guy, you know, and it's like the narrative. Anytime something happens and people die, some white guy, you know, killed somebody, and um, you know, I think they're 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 turning that corner way way too much. In fact, it's never good to turn that corner. You know, get get the facts before you start accusing. And quite frankly, they shouldn't even be accusing a race. It's a person who did this. You know, he committed that crime. And that person, it shouldn't matter whether it's um, any kind of uh, ethnic descent at all. Um, it's really unfortunate that uh, you're right. Race was one of the first things that people started to report on, and they were mistaken. Uh, CNN said it was a white guy. Um, I don't know why they would have to include that. They could have said, you know, um, uh, early 20s male, if you want to be descriptive. Uh, but why does race have to play any factor in it? I agree. I agree. You know, and then... Um, you know, not that you and I, um, are looking at this, but we are only because you, you have legislatures in, in the federal level that seem to, anything ever happens, it seems to just, they just go out and, uh, get Coca-Cola on everybody and, uh, you know, be less white and, yeah. you know, give give us a break. It's not a sin to be of any color. And you and I, we're, we're Latinos. We're, first of all, we're Hispanics first, or we're Americans first, and then Hispanics. Thank you. We are Americans first, and then Hispanics. So if you categorize us as Latinos, hey, okay, well, whatever. Um, but that's who we are. And um, we're Americans first. America. And it just seems as if they they continue to use this narrative. And I know why. Because they, they want anybody who is a Trump supporter to be categorized as a white supremacist. But guess what? There's African Americans. There's Latinos. 
and there's Asians, uh, there's Southeast Asia who have supported. There's many cultures that supported President Trump, supported him, voted for him, and then were robbed in a in a fraudulent election. Eh, that's for another uh, podcast. I'm just telling it like it is. That's all there is. Bradley um, T., you said the fraud word. <laughs> You're going to tell it like it is. I am. Good. Um, so where was the squad, Drew? You where, know, where, was, where was the squad? I deliberately went out and looked, and I didn't see anything. They were, they were silent. Uh, there was one person that said uh, the, the gunman, the shooter, was white, and then when the person's name came out and found out that they were Middle Eastern or uh, Muslim, uh, they immediately changed their tune and said, oh, let's not say their name and give them any credit, um, you know, and they just want to concentrate on, on guns now. Yeah. But see, so they're trying to hide the, hide the fact that they first called them white and then they were mistaken. Now they're like, oh, let's not say their name because we don't want everybody to know they're Muslim. And now they're trying to direct everything towards, you know, Second Amendment uh, gun rights. Right. And um, uh, there were reports that um, the the police have uh, had their eye on him. And then that coverage was immediately um, uh, removed. Um, and so you can't find anything about that. But... And I try, uh, and I tried, and what I found out is uh, he was actually looked at not as a primary suspect in a certain incident, but as secondary because uh, I think it was the feds or somebody was um, investigating someone he knew, and his name came into it. So that's why he was already on a FBI watch list or something. Well, you know, and and he had family that said he was a little kooky. Um, he was playing with the firearm. It got jammed. He got mad. Uh, you know, we're going to hear all, all kinds of stuff, but you know, the family, uh, from the get go should have, uh, uh, contacted the authorities and said, listen, they, they should have because, um, his brother, uh, had an interview with the daily beast and talked about how his, his brother is, uh, suffered from paranoia and had antisocial behaviors um, he's got a lot of tendencies to have, uh, violent behaviors and violent lash outs. And when they saw him, uh, playing with, a uh, what they th- they said was a machine gun, which, you know, it's not just a semi-automatic pistol, but, um, you know, they could have done something at that point. They chose not to. Yeah. I wish they would have, um, who knows what could have. Uh, taking place, um, you know, with just something simple like that could have uh, caused uh, or prevented um, some heartache, you know, with the nation. And, um, you know, and so right now all that has done has just fueled the fire to take away uh, the Second Amendment rights. And, um, uh, you know, you could say what you want and... Um, if if you don't agree with us, that that's fine. You know, we live in the United States of America. We we can we can uh, disagree. You could believe in something else, but 
we believe this, that a criminal is going to get rejected at a background investigation because he's a criminal. He's not going to get through to purchase a gun. He's going to get that gun. He's not wasting his time to go down and look through the gun store and then uh, get a, a, a Bureau of Investigation application put in front of him, give an ID, and then try to fill it out. He's not going to do that. The criminal is going to get their guns from the streets. There's plenty of opportunities um, that we have seen from time to time that's taken place where the criminal has gotten their guns off the streets. And um, you want to take away the right to have a, uh, um, well, let's call it what it is, an AR-15, you know. And yeah. and, and as soon as this shooting happened, uh, you know, people... The media reports, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and 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 it's it's sad. I agree that you know ten people lost their lives, um, but you don't use this as an opportunity to uh, instill fear into people and try to you know push your agenda you know by knee jerk reactions. Absolutely, and it seems like that's the left wing loons. That's their whole concept. I mean, that's uh, that's just part of it. Um, outside of telling you uh, as an, a free American, you know, what you can do, how to do it, and when you can do it, you know, uh, that's, you know, and then now it's like, you know, they're they're after it. They're, they're on it. When, if you look at the statistics across the United States, murders uh, are committed by handguns. And um, a, a lot of the tragic loss of uh um of the mass shootings um you know have uh painted a bad picture for the uh, AR15 and uh first of all the uh, government um is the reason why we have the second amendment and uh, we don't have time to go into that right now so go look it up yourself go look it up yourself i always say you know, if you're passionate about something, uh, do the research, find out, um, learn it yourself, and don't always listen to what CNN or somebody else, MSNBC, wants to ABC, tell you. CBS, Fox News. Yeah, all of them. All but, the corrupt. But the information's out there. Um, read for yourself, find out what's going on, uh, and then support the uh, the items that you know, you have a passion about. Now, we can continue bashing, and we will, but look, there's a way, there's a way to make a difference. And it's contacting at the federal level, the uh, the Congress, uh, the Senate in your home state. You know what? We live in Colorado. We have no voice uh, as a voting party. Um it's uh it's a democrat run uh local house and local senate at the state level and then at the uh federal level we have no representation um it, it's it's not there so i have done it and i know you have done it i've called you you've called me and we've called 
uh, Congress, uh, congressmen, congresswomen, uh, senators uh, uh, throughout the United States in different states, and ask them to uh, to vote the way the people would want it to vote because so they're so out of touch. Yeah, and you know I've I've got a job just like everyone else, and I don't have you know eight hours a day to sit there and make phone calls all day. But I, I'll tell you this. Uh, it only takes a few minutes to find the people, you know, the individual's name. Uh, you can just search really fast the Colorado congressman uh, and get their name and number and give them a call. It doesn't take that long. Absolutely. I agree. Well, hey, listen, uh, let's take a, a, a quick break um, for our listeners. It's just going to be a matter of seconds um, and we'll come right back to you. All right. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. It was just a quick, quick break. Um, hey, so I read an article in the Epic Times. Um, the Arkansas, Arkansas, uh, state of Arkansas Senate. Now, this is the at the um, obviously the uh, the state level. Um, they passed a bill banning the enforcement of federal gun control a uh, gun control laws excuse me sorry about that uh in their state now um I heard uh from a lot of some of my friends in Texas that uh Texas is also uh basically to nickname it a um an amendment to sanctuary state do you remember when you know, President Trump says, let's get rid of the uh, MS-13 and uh, send them back, gang members, anybody's committing crimes. And the and the states, locals, city regulating government officials at the city level, ooh, they're so important, decided that they would take in these criminals and house them and put them in churches and keep them safe from the evil, evil Trump administration. You know, it's stupidity. It's stupidity. Um, however, though, guess what? It's going to start to backfire, and it's going to come back to this fraudulently elected uh, administration. And uh, we are are going to see more sanctuary amendment to sanctuary states. I'd love to see Colorado do that. I would too. So you said you uh that was in Arkansas, right? Yeah, so I know you've been following uh these um and many different states. You you follow the uh the federal level and 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 many of the state levels. Uh what have you been seeing out of Arkansas and um any other states? I was pretty happy about the uh, the Arkansas bill, the SB 298. Um, reading that uh, sounded really similar to Missouri's uh, House bill also. So oh, yeah? I, yeah, so I pulled that up because it sounded familiar, and I was trying to think where I heard that. And it's actually the, uh, the Missouri uh, bill. Um, it's the HB 85. Oh. And this was actually... Uh, filed in February, whereas the Arkansas was done in March. Um, but the wording is very, very similar. Um, there's some pretty neat things in it um, that anybody that deprives somebody from the right to keep and bear arms can be sued for damages in a civil court. 
Nice. Yeah. I So civil court, uh, I think that's just a monetary thing where you get money if you sue someone, but I don't think it's criminal charges. So I, I suspect most of them will get um, forwarded uh, because at at the city, you know, at the at at that level, a lot of um, uh, a lot of your left leaning um, will probably not like the outcomes um, and probably take it further. Uh, to the state supreme, and then obviously maybe at a federal uh, higher level of courts. Yeah, and right now the Democrats aren't in favor of this. Matter of fact, the Arkansas uh, bill, uh, 28 voted for it, 7 against it. The 7 were Democrats, of course. But out of the 28, there was one Democrat that did vote for it. So um, I don't have their name right now. But if you're from Arkansas or you have family in Arkansas, I would uh, really encourage people to uh, call that one individual and and tell them, you know, good job. Even call the other ones and say, hey, we really want you to support this type of initiative. Um, so you're saying that uh, um, uh, contact some of the... Uh the uh, local um, at the state level, the House or sen- your your senator in your district um, or your representative in that district that you live in um, and thank them uh, for moving forward with uh, with, a, a, you know, statu- statutes for this um, particular right that we all have. Um, well, I know one uh, one for sure. um uh, let's see. Republican Senator Jason Rappert said uh, that uh, this is what the Constitution says, and they decided that they're going to uh, support it, and that nobody in Washington D.C. Uh, should be involved in in anybody's uh, matters, you know, regarding you know whether you want to own uh, a gun or not. And uh, President Joe Biden uh, and Kamala. You don't have the right to tell us we can't own what we want to own. You just don't have the right. Now, I'm not saying, um, you know, a, a small nuclear weapon we have the right to. No. Use some common sense. And quite frankly, uh, don't come back with common sense gun laws because there's already far and above which is in borderline and and in some states already infringing on the rights to uh own guns but there's so many laws right now that uh, we have to stop stop them from taking them away well and the good thing about uh both these bills uh from Missouri and Arkansas I'm not sure about Texas but these two particular bills uh it does state that um they can't enforce anything past, present, or future. So uh, some of the gun laws from the 19, what was it, 1936 bill, the 1968 uh, bill, uh, they're no longer valid. All right. Yeah, so past, present, and future is such a powerful statement. You know, if you don't live in those states, um, I, I still think, which I'm going to do, um, uh, first thing um, 
uh, I, I'm going to call. And and the best way for you to do that it, it, to our listeners is, uh, you, for example, you go to Arkansas.gov and uh, start searching um, House of Representatives, uh, state senators, um, and uh, call them and thank them for introducing uh, a bill like this and, and passing it. And, uh, I, you know, we need to do the same at the federal level. We constantly need to be contacting uh, our congressmen and our, our senators uh, at the federal level and uh, ask them to uh, support the rights uh, to own guns without infringements. Absolutely. And there's, you know, everybody loves to feel encouraged from time to time. Uh, I know at my job when somebody pokes their head in, you know, the office and says, hey, you guys are doing a good job. We love what you're doing. Keep it up. Keep going. Absolutely. Uh, so it feels good. So call them up. Tell them what they're doing is good and give them support. And the ones that are voting against it, I also say call them. Be polite. Be kind. Be courteous. And uh, let them know what, what we want. A- ab- absolutely. And, um, you know, um, it, it, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about Scripture and um, kind of reminded of um, the old in the Old Testament. And, um, y- you know, in the story uh, uh, Cain and Abel, now some of you uh, listeners that are uh, believers and you know this, this is great. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about it. Uh, share a little bit of this scripture, um, and then we're going to sign off and let you get on to the rest of your evening or day, uh, whatever time you're listening to us. Um, Adam and Eve. So uh, Eve gave birth to Cain. It's the first uh, son. And then uh, later on down, uh, she gave birth to Abel. Uh, and in scripture... Um, Abel kept flocks, so he he um, he was a uh, uh, in charge of um, herds, a herdsman. Yeah, back then we can't call them cattle, ranchers, or anything. Yeah, uh, so he provided the meat, and uh, Cain uh, worked the soil, and uh, his fruits then would uh, bring forth. Um, vegetables, greens, um, and and fruits and such. Um, so it went on to say that um, uh, Abel uh, kept the flocks and Cain worked the soil. In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil to an offering of the Lord. And Abel also brought an offering, fat portions, um, but these were for from some of the firstborn of his flock. So the Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering. But on Cain, uh, his offering didn't look as favorable. So Cain was very angry <clears throat> and uh, with his face uh, in a downcast um, motion, the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you don't do what is right, sin is crouching at your door, and it desires to have you, uh, but you must rule over it. 
Now, Cain uh, said to his brother Abel, um, evidently Cain didn't like God telling him, hey, you know, sin's at your door. And uh, if you do what's right, won't you know that it is, you know, and kind of reminds you of lawmakers in in Washington, D.C. They have sin is at their door. In fact, actually, they, they sleep with sin. Um, they invite sin in, and that's all they are is just that's where they're at. Uh, corrupt dealings. Um, they don't listen. They're out of touch with um, we the people. They really are. And uh, anyhow, so Cain said to his brother Abel, let's go out to the field. Uh, while they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Um, the Lord said to Cain uh, as the day went on, where's your brother Abel? I don't know, he replied. So now he's lying to God. Now, come on. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. just like just like kids will do, siblings. Uh, where's your brother? I don't know. <laughs> right. I hit his body in the bushes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so here's here's a very profound statement. So the Lord says to Cain, "Where's your brother Abel?" And Cain says, "I don't know." He replied, "Am I my brother's keeper?" And the Lord says, "What have you done?" Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Now you are under a curse and driven and driven from the ground, uh, which opened its mouth to receive your brother your brother's blood from your hand. When you work the ground, it will no longer yield its crops to you, and you will be restless and wander the earth. Cain said to the Lord, "My punishment is more than I can bear." You know. Um, in other, other, um, uh, like other testimonies, uh, doctorates, studying, uh, you know, for uh, Old Testament and um, uh, and some other versions of of the Bible uh, has uh, Cain uh, killing his brother with a stone, a rock, and. Um, principality, the powers of darkness, the devil, uh, as Cain raises his rocks, uh, whispers into Cain's ear and says, kill him, kill him, kill him. And when he does, uh, it is said that um, principality runs back to Eve and says, your son has, your, your son Cain has killed Abel. And, uh, it's the the torment um then um and the curse of a hard life remains forever on Cain and god comes along and god curses him and he doesn't if you if you notice in the scripture drew and i'll, I'll get your uh, your word in but in this scripture god curses Cain he doesn't curse the rock. The rock is the weapon that Cain used to kill Abel. Now, when you go out and kill somebody, whether it's a handgun, knife, uh, a rock, uh, you know, you there's uh, you you name it, murder has been committed in all those forms. But God doesn't God doesn't curse the weapon. But yet, the left-wing loons 
starting from Obamit. I'm sorry, Obama. Oh, jeez, what a lousy president that was. Um, they started that. I mean, they've always been at war against having uh, a weapon. And you know, and I, I know, and I'm telling my listeners, you go out and look at the Constitution, the amendments uh, that were given by our forefathers as to why we have a Second Amendment. And Andrew, you could even tell them if you want, uh, but I encourage them to go out and check it for themselves. But God didn't curse the rock. God, God cursed Cain. He, you know, he punished the the murderer, not the weapon, because that really was the problem was uh, jealousy and envy, and he killed his brother. Uh, and it doesn't matter what he used. He could have used a rock, a club, a stick, a sharpened stick. You know, the, the bottom line is Cain did the murder, and that person needs to be punished. Not everybody else that has rocks in their garden or sticks in their fireplace. Yeah, absolutely. Why, why, absolutely. Should, why should we remove all the rocks from your garden because somebody else threw a rock at someone else? Yeah. It, it, it makes no sense. Ab- absolutely. Um, well, the good thing is our God is a forgiving God. He's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And as when, he was yesterday. Yeah. And and when I read that, uh, not to go back to the bill in Arkansas and Missouri, but when I read uh, that law protects against any any laws previous to or future, I, it reminded me of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He was the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And a- absolutely. Yeah, so we've got that forgiveness, and uh, hopefully, um, you know, that will come to come to pass, and we know what we have. We've got salvation in Christ. Absolutely, and, you know, um, yes, we are quick to um, uh, give it to um, those that infringe on our rights, um, and, and, you know, it, it, for a good reason, because you start chipping away at our rights and our amendments, then the next thing you know, uh, believers um, of any um, belief will have their rights slowly taken away, and so we won't be able to assemble, we won't be able to go to a church, Look, uh, we saw those. We saw that happening during the coronavirus, and uh, I saw uh, pastors arrested. Yeah, yeah, we had we, and you know what? We had some brave pastors here in Colorado that took it to the Supreme Court, and uh, you know, shoved it down our goofy governor's neck. <laughs> you know, and uh, you know, swallow that. Tell it like it is, Bradley. Yeah. Today. Well, we won't. You know, we're not going to go any further than that. But uh, uh, you know what? Um, Jesus Christ uh, works on our behalf, and uh, no matter what happens in Washington, um, we still have the Lord Thy God, the Ancient of Days. He is our Master. He is our Father. He's our brother. He is our friend, and uh, we have God's word to go to, and uh, they can't take that away from us. That is something that'll uh, always be 
uh, with us, and uh, they can try, and uh, they will not survive that fight. You will not take God's word from our hands. Amen. Amen. Um, well, uh, that that finishes uh, our show. We went over a little bit longer than uh, what we were hoping to uh, keep it shorter. Uh, Andrew, um, you're going to come back and uh, hang out with me for part two. Uh, we're going to do another podcast, so um, uh, we'll look forward to getting you back in here. And Yeah, let me know when. It's always a joy to talk to you. Oh, yeah, we'll work that out real quick, and we'll have you back, and we'll get uh, another show up and going. Uh, I think what we need to do is discuss what's happening down at the border. Oh, <laughs> gosh. That'll take uh, that'll take all day. Yeah. Well, we won't keep our listeners. We promise to try to keep these short. Um, well, listen. Um, I like to close the show with a thank you, a big thank you for listening. Um, want you to uh, join us for the next um, podcast, uh, Late Night with Bradley T. Um, I will uh, have Andrew back, and we're going to discuss uh, again the uh, crisis at the border. Um, but I, I, I want to, uh, let my listeners know, look, <clears throat> I, uh, I have a free gift for you and, uh, what you got? Um, so I have a, uh, I have a Bible I want to give to, uh, um, any of my listeners who are out there that would like to. So email me at Bradley T at late night with bradleyt.com. It's a tongue twister. Yeah, what? A lot so of Bradley what is that tea. again? Bradley T at late night with bradleyt.com. That's my email address. Email me. I've got a Bible I'd love to put in your hands. I'll send it to you. Email me and uh we could talk some dialogue. I don't um I don't want to go into uh, a whole lot any further from here. Um, but, uh, that's what we have. We're closing it out. We're going to see you guys, uh, next episode. Thank you. And good night. Good night. Talk to you soon. Late night with Bradley T.